Let me tell you about Home Title Lock, where cyber thieves remove you from your home uh, and your home's title. Right. Uh, yes, Joe. Uh, home Title Lock can do this to you, uh, to protect you from this, because they actually have uh, alerted a lot of the country about this being a problem and being a fast-growing crime. There's a huge hack, of course, of you know Facebook recently. Hundreds of millions of accounts were exposed to cyber thieves. That's enough to steal your home. Are you protected from it? He's oh uh, seen my home. I, I don't. <laughs> no, know not your I'm home, Joe. Condom now. No. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why. But A- anyway, don't be like protected. Joe Biden. Be aware of your surroundings and make sure you protect yourself from home title fraud. Uh, with HomeTitleLock.com, go to HomeTitleLock, register your address, see if you're already a victim, and get 30 risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. The code is radio. My zebra. it mean to be a conservative especially in today's world well i will tell you uh if we listen to the words of our fearless leader uh joe biden it means and i think he said it best i think it's said it best now let's find out what it means from charlie kirk the founder and president of turning point usa the four horsemen of the 90s what's that he'll explain in 60 seconds well the cost of beef shot up overnight thanks to cyber criminals hacking into the meat packing industry uh good news and bad news about this bad news is uh one of the kids isn't going to be going to college because i am going to be having my beef ribs good news is I have a grill that is worthy of the soon-to-be $1,000 ribeye. Yes, the Rectech and the palletfuls of cash that I'm going to need to buy beef now. We can do it. We can do it. If everyone will just send me a dollar, I can have a steak. Uh, I mean, one of us should have a steak, don't you think? Uh, here's the thing. If you cook on a Rectech, you're taking your grilling and smoking and baking game to the next level. It's a smart grill technology that it will ensure that you get the perfect meal every time you fire it up. It is all done from an app on your phone. You don't even have to go out in the blistering heat to do it. Follow Rectech on all social media. Sign up for their newsletter. But I want you to A, B, compare Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com with any other grill that you're thinking. You will never find a better grill than this. It's Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Go there now. The founder and president of Turning Point USA, the host of the Charlie Kirk Show, uh, and, uh, and a friend of the program who just got back from his honeymoon. Welcome, Charlie Kirk. How are you, sir? Great, Glenn. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Congratulations on your uh, on your marriage. It's uh, it's only going to get better. 
better and better. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're thrilled. So the country is doing terribly, but we're actually doing quite well. So we, we had a yeah. marriage just about a month ago and then went off the grid with no phone for nine days, which was actually awesome. I encourage everyone to do that. It was, it was phenomenal. So th- yeah. thank you for saying that. Yeah. Nine days. That's, that's, uh, I recommend 30. Uh, but if you can get nine days, God bless you. Um, you have a young women's leadership summit, uh, and it's happening, I think, next week in Dallas, is it not? That's right. Yeah. So we have our, our Young Women's Leadership Summit, and we'll have about 2,000 young conservative women attending from all across the country. And we have some phenomenal speakers, many from The Blaze as well, which we're super thrilled about. And th- this is really to, and we've been doing this for five years, but this is really to train, equip, and empower these young conservative women about how to fight for freedom, fight for liberty, and then properly explain those words as well, which I think we need to continue to do, fight for those things on high school and college campuses. So we're thrilled. We're, we're happy to be doing in-person events as well. And then as a sidebar, Glenn, I'm actually going to be speaking at our friend Dave Barton's deal, and uh, he's going to show me some fun stuff. So that's all I'm going to say about that. So I'm going to do that while I'm oh, yeah. it's going to be a fun week next week. Yeah, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. The um, American Journey Center is is amazing. You will see a lot of really cool things. Um, uh, so, Charlie, tell me what the difference is between when you were in college and what's happening now. What what has changed? That's such a good question, Glenn. And I think you'll, you'll appreciate this and enjoy exploring this with me, which is when I first started Turning Point in 2012, uh, there was a lot of libertarianism in the conservative movement. And there's a lot of things that I agree with libertarians on. Uh, firearms, freedom of speech, uh, the lockdowns, for example. Um, on this program, you and I talked about how the lockdowns were immoral and unconstitutional. But I think that the conservative movement, um, I think on a couple issues, went far too libertarian, um, especially on the issue of immigration, uh, and on the issue of corporate tyranny. And you've covered the tech issue really Agreed. well, Glenn. But, but it seems as yeah. if with the tech issue, a lot of our leaders have been reluctant to act because they have hid behind abstractions, and they have not really, I think, acted with prudence or practical wisdom. When they just look at what's in front of them, not the talking point or the slogan or the ideology, and instead just look at as it is, say, huh, Google's a trillion-dollar company. They can turn off Glenn Beck, Charlie Kirk, and Steven Crowder in a moment's notice. And so that's, that's resonating with a lot of younger conservatives. And I'm not going to say mm-hmm. I, I regret some of that kind of energy that existed back in 2012, 2013. I think it was overemphasized. I don't regret reading Hayek or von Mises or Rothbard, but I also wish I would have read Kirk, Burke, and T.S. Eliot as well, and understood that there is a place for um, tradition, an eternal transcendent moral order, a, a national cultural identity, and not just always, in my opinion, um, just, tr- just saying that we must be the progressive conservatives and trying to always change things for change, change sake. So here's, the, here's where I, I'd like to explore with you, because... The idea that we were um, one beyond the uh, beyond the Constitution and the Bill of Rights really came from Woodrow Wilson and FDR. 
not exactly conservatives, to say the least. They were the ones that gave us the national anthem. They were the ones that standardized the flag. They were the ones that said we all have to really kind of be alike. And that began to take our differences apart. And I think, you know, I we we do have to have a common heritage um, and a and a common understanding of the the truth of our history, both good and bad. But I, I don't like the idea of saying that we all have to agree on whatever. I, I don't have a problem with California doing what California is doing. I live in Texas, and I don't live in California for a reason. But if they fail, I don't want to pay for it. It's their idea. I'll help defend them, and I'll defend people's rights, but I don't need California to live the way I want them to live. I just want them to live with the basic understanding that the Bill of Rights are absolute. Yeah, and I and this is really the discussion that's happening right now, Glenn. I think you hit it perfectly, which is what really does Texas and California have in common? Outside of a unified currency, Not a lot is, is it still the same? Yeah, and that's, that's the, the Federalists. Right. Hamilton and Madison writing as Publius would say that's that's okay, but is it sustainable? And I don't know if it is. And I I don't know if California. Well, no, wait, 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 wait. It's not sustainable. It's not sustainable if we don't have the critical things in common. And that is our Constitution, rule of law and Bill of Rights. If you lose those things, if we don't say all men are created equal, all men need to be protected from an injustice, Uh, you know, uh, all men have the right to speak, petition their government. They have a right to publish what they think is is news. They have a right to carry firearms to protect themselves. Those things are are eternal truths. And that is enough to hold us together. But we don't agree on those things anymore. Oh, I I totally agree with that, Glenn. Absolutely. And I think one of the reasons we don't agree with those things is they've used they've used. I don't want to say liberty against us, but that that actually might not be the worst way. In some ways, yeah. Is they. Yeah. And they've used a very uh, nice lifestyle, um, a non like we don't have to be engaged and get involved in the current moment. Um, where you can enjoy your life. And meanwhile, the activists are working their way to the long march to the institutions. I, I completely agree mm-hmm. with you on, on the, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights portion of it. I, I do believe, though, that because of mass immigration and critical race theory, which you've done a phenomenal job of covering, we are seeing, I think, an unprecedented cultural decay, which is then manifesting in these other sort of very troubling trends, whether it be statism, this bend yes. towards authoritarianism and then corporatism, which is the kind of just latest variation of of authoritarianism now in the kind of the corporate landscape and realm. But especially on the issue, yeah. the two issues that I think that we must you know really focus on is the immigration issue, because we must have control over who's coming into our country and whether or not they share our values or even they're willing to share our values, because You're right, Glenn. One of the reasons why California feels like a different country from Texas is because uncontrolled mass immigration of people that very well might not have the same sort of willingness or worldview to embrace the Bill of Rights or Constitution or willing to do so over a long period of time. And we are now seeing that um, materialize in voting trends and cultural trends.
You know, the one thing that I've been very wrong on my my whole life has been uh, my support for uh, corporations. And it's it's not an anti-corporation place that I have come to. It is an it's an anti crony capitalism place. It is the merging of the uh, the two systems of the free market and the government. They have all of this power and they have used it in a way I never thought possible. And that is they have made an end run around the Constitution. And all of us conservatives are the ones who allowed it to happen uh, because we all said it's a private corporation. They can do what they want. No, not when they're involved with the government. No, they can't. I, I totally agree. And I, I was right there with you, Glenn, where I said, look, who are we to tell Google what they can do? Well, first of all, they actually have the power to shut off other businesses. People use Google ad searches. They use YouTube as their way of life. And the fact they can just haphazardly shut off someone's way of life because they don't like your political viewpoint should have been a warning sign for me. However, with that being said, these companies, especially you know Facebook, Apple, Amazon and Google, they're not capitalists. And this is something I think that we need to recognize and realize. They're trying to they're trying to create a monopoly. And they're using conservatives' love of the free market against us to try to have us not intervene against their monopolistic style behavior. Now mind you, I think that at its ultimate, every business owner should try to create a monopoly, meaning they should try to win in the marketplace. This is a different type of behavior. This is no duty, no responsibility to the nation or to the Bill of Rights, coming back to what we said, from these companies. Google doesn't care about freedom of speech. They care about corporate power. They care about pandering to China far more than keeping up somebody's YouTube page that might be a conservative. Mm-hmm. And, and these corporations, I think, have there, there's, this, there's this tension point between rights and duties. And we don't talk a lot about duties because, as you say, it can have a bend towards totalitarian um, totalitarianism like Woodrow Wilson and FDR. With that being said, I think a non-coercive duty is that if you become worth $100 billion in America, you should ethically have some sort of loyalty to the nation and not finance the Center for Technology and Civic Life like Mark Zuckerberg did for $400 million to usurp our voting laws or to then use Google as a singular point of a Democrat super PAC to prevent Hunter Biden's story from being spread. So I share that with you, Glenn. And I think the entire conservative movement is ready for massive action. Yeah. Now I, I'm going to take a break and that's where I want to come on massive action because I agree with that. However, uh, I don't want statism telling people what they have to do once they pass a threshold it comes from love of country, and there's always going to be bad people out there uh, that will do bad things. And I don't know how to balance liberty um, uh, it, it, because there is no real balance. There is no real justice. Real justice comes after our lives, um, and uh, we can only do the best job we can. And I don't like a state telling people you have to do this or you cannot do this. Um, but we are in a flex point where we have to come up with a decision on how to deal with this. And I just hope we land on the side of liberty 
um, so we don't scoop people up that shouldn't be scooped up. All right, back with Charlie Kirk here in just a second. I'd like to hear what your idea of massive action is. Goldline is our sponsor. I've told you a million times I buy gold as a hedge against insanity. Well, look at the world. It's completely upside down and inside out. A portion of your portfolio should be in precious metals. I get my gold and my silver from Goldline, and may I recommend you do the same. In honor of those who fought and died for our freedoms, Goldline has decided to celebrate Memorial Day all throughout the week. In honor of our veterans, Goldline is sending a free one-ounce pure silver Lady Liberty silver round with every order placed this week. No additional cost to you. Both new and existing clients are eligible. Additionally, Goldline will send uh, send you two free one-ounce pure silver Lady Liberty silver rounds with every IRA order placed or application submitted this week. It's Thursday. you got to hurry. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Call Goldline right now and find out how they can help you get started with a self-directed IRA purchase using a retirement account or how you can acquire physical metals for delivery to your door. They're waiting to hear from you. Call them at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Call them now, goldline.com at 866-GOLDLINE. 10 seconds, station ID. I can't wait. I don't know. You probably don't recognize the name Corey Yeshua, but he's the father of the uh, the viral TikTok that uh, was denouncing critical race theory. He and his unbelievably cute daughter uh, came out a couple of days ago. He's going to be on with us in just a few minutes. Charlie, you just said something that we need to take action. What what kind of action are you proposing and, and what can the average person do? That's a great question. So it first all starts with the individual. And I I never want to forget that um, because being conservative shouldn't just be a political viewpoint. It should be a temperament. Uh, It should be how we handle ourselves uh, and also should be reflecting in our actions. So, for example, Glenn, I I try to use Rumble, R-U-M-B-L-E dot com way more than I use YouTube. And I post more on there and we have more subscribers there. And they just got a nice investment from a guy who knows how to pick winners and I think they're going to do pretty well. And so I just want to encourage your audience that even though you might feel trapped by these big tech companies, please go try to find some of these alternative competitors that are trying their best to, tr- to try and build something meaningful in this space. And Parler's back online, thankfully, and they obviously mm-hmm. took a big hit through other big tech companies colluding against them, mm-hmm. which was just an extraordinary move that almost had cartel-like behavior, and I don't use that word lightly. That's number one. Number two, Glenn, I want to be super careful with how we approach the antitrust conversation in these companies, because, you know, I I, I look at Facebook's press team and they published this long article recently about how they want more data privacy laws. And I say, hold on a second. Anytime a trillion dollar company wants to be regulated, you better believe they want to use that regulation as a way to protect their incumbency. With that being exactly said, right. I, think there are, I think there are some measures, and I think there are some very smart policy people that are exploring this, that can make it easier for competitors and entrepreneurs, and hopefully put a little bit more pressure on these companies, legitimate pressure, to honor data, data privacy, 
data security, and then also uh, freedom of speech from what I what we would con- they would consider dissenting voices. We would just consider them to be you know everyday Americans. So, Charlie, uh, we've only got a couple of minutes, but I want to ask you about the four horsemen of the '90s that you've been talking about. And you say that um, you grew up in a different conservative movement. Talk about that for a couple of minutes. Yeah, and by different, I don't mean bad. I just think that every moment kind of necessitates a different emphasis on certain ideas and thinkers. And so I I started in the Tea Party movement in 2012 and 2013. But going back to the 1990s, there were four consequential uh, public policy decisions made that I think probably was overshooting this this idea of international trade pandering to china um giving giving a handout corporatists to to wall street and mass immigration and russell kirk predicted Mm -hmm. this he said once the soviet union falls uh america and the american conservative movement is going to have a crisis because they're not going to know what to do with themselves and so as soon as the soviet union fell and the wall fell we passed mass immigration which was ted kennedy's you know, mm-hmm. just dream, which mm-hmm. H.W. Bush signed in the law. Uh, we ratified yeah. NAFTA, which had some good elements to it, but probably was was went too far in that direction. And then you might you might disagree with this one, Glenn, but our, our mutual friend, Tom Patrick, may he rest in peace, you know, who ran uh, Merrill Lynch uh, at the highest level, thought this was a disaster for the American consumer, which was the repealing of Glass-Steagall. And I think that was I think that was a mistake. I really do. I think that it pandered to a small set of corporatist uh, investment bankers like Goldman Sachs and others that wanted that done. And it almost opened up the flood of cheap money that I think actually uh, destroyed a a proper proper incentive structure. And then the final one, which I'm sure you'll agree with, was the entrance of China into the World Trade Organization in 2001, which was not done correctly. It pandered to their needs, wants and interests of uh, being able to live under a different set of rules. So those four decisions happened in 10 years. And I think a lot of the consequences of those decisions have never really been discussed or hashed out. There's been some good consequences, obviously, but I think some negative ones as well. I agree with you. Charlie Kirk, founder and president of Turning Point USA. You can find him at the website, tpusa.com. Make sure you sign up. Uh, if you're a uh, young woman, you want to go to the uh, the conference in Dallas next week. Program. All right, let me tell you about uh, Patriot Mobile. You know what Charlie said about uh, finding uh, companies that that are trying to do the right thing and trying to not sell us all down the river is absolutely true. Patriot Mobile is one of those companies. They are a the only Christian conservative carrier in the country. Um, They have broad and dependable coverage. They send a portion of every dollar you spend to support the first and second amendments, veterans, first responders, the sanctity of life. And they do this all while you're saving money. This, this company is Patriot mobile. And right now you can get free activation plus a special gift. When you go to patriotmobile.com slash back, if every conservative right now, if it would save you money, you have to do your own homework, but it should. If, if it would save you money, if everyone would switch to Patriot Mobile right now, you would send a shockwave uh, through the industry that would be heard for a very, very long time. PatriotMobile.com slash back or call them 972-PATRIOT. Switch. 
to patriotmobile.com slash back. All right, head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. Save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I saw one of my favorite uh, videos, I think maybe of my life. There is the cutest, cutest little girl and her dad, and they're talking about critical race theory. You wouldn't think that would be good, but if you've missed it, watch and listen. Daddy teaches you can be anything in this world that you want to be, right? Don't daddy teach you that? Yeah, and it doesn't matter if, if you're black or white or any color. doesn't matter if you're black, white, brown, yellow, yellow. right? Black. And, and how we treat people is based on who yeah. they are and not and what color nice. they are. And if they're nice and smart. See, this is, how, this is how children think right here. Critical race theory wants to end that. Not with my children. It's not going to happen. My baby's gonna know that no matter what she wants to be in life, all she has to do is work hard, and she can become that. Work hard even though you don't know anyone, you can make friends. <laughs> yeah, you can make friends, no matter what color they are. So we need to stop CRT, period, point blank. Children do not see skin color, man. They love everybody. If they're good people, they love them. We pray for people that are hurt. Oh my gosh, so cute. Dad of the year has got to go to the father of that child. Corey Yeshua, uh, welcome to the program. How are you, Corey? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm great. I'm great. Your daughter, how old is she? Uh, she's six. She's going on seven. She'll be seven in July. I think she's six going on 20. She is so adorable and so full of life. Um, so tell me why you made this video and and wh- who you are and when you became an activist, I guess. <laughs> um, well, I have, a, I have a pretty long story, but I'll just start with why I started doing social media and putting videos out. Um, so... I have brothers, and one of them is in prison right now, and one of them was murdered. And I started seeing things that are going on in our community, and I, I wanted to know why. You know, I wanted to get to the to the root of it, so I started to research. You know, the Democrat Party and history of the Democrat Party, and you know, I at Thomas Sowell and I see Larry Elder. And, you know, all those guys, and, um, yeah, they pretty much woke me up to what was going on, you know, and, um, yes, I learned the history, and I, I'm like, man, I'm tired of seeing what's going on, I'm tired of seeing, um, my brother, my brother's actually in prison, I don't know what he's doing, I don't think he's got his uh, sentence yet, but he's been back in prison, I have another friend from 15 years right now, and I'm like, I'm hang on, hang on, Corey, Corey, hold on just a, hold on just a second, your, you, the phone is getting so, garbled i can barely understand you uh can you go to a place where your signal is a little better and maybe we lost him <laughs> that's uh cory yeshua uh, the uh, father of this beautiful little child i think her name is royalty uh and uh 
he is talking and speaking out about critical race theory. He was just talking about his brother in prison. His best friend is doing 15 years in prison. Another friend was killed five months ago and lost another friend to drugs. And uh, he started to uh, do his own homework. Go ahead, Corey. Are you back? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Um, yeah, so okay, I pretty much learned the history, and um, I started speaking out, and that's that's how it started. And the video with my daughter, um, they actually played a video in her school that was on like segregation. I remember seeing a, a white water, a white only water fountain. And I addressed the principal about it, and he said he didn't know anything about it. Because a lot of times the teachers just implement this stuff or show the kids this stuff. And, yeah, so that that kind of woke me up to that. And then I see what's going on with critical race theory in the schools. And, you know, a lot of parents are, are writing about it and things like that. So, yeah. Corey, what you, what you spoke about um, is... I mean, right out of the gospel or right out of Martin Luther King and Martin Luther King is now being deemed through critical race theory as wrong, uh, that only racism uh, will solve racism. It's it's an insane idea. Tell me what you found out about critical race theory. Uh, yeah, I just started seeing different um, curriculums that were being either sent out to parents or sent to different schools. And basically, the just that I get out of it is that, you know, white people are oppressors, you know, and young black kids are oppressed and they can never amount to anything because they're oppressed. And, and white people will always be oppressors because of the color of their skin. And, you know, like you said, that goes directly against what Dr. Martin Luther King um, stood for and what he said, you know, mm-hmm. the content of people's character, not the color of their skin is what you should judge people by. So, yeah, man, I, I, I just had to um, I had to take a thing. How uh, how are you being received online and in person now that <laughs> you've gone so viral? Uh, I would say the majority of the people that I talk to is like support, you know, I would say more so my, my more controversial videos would be like when I go against BLM or, you know, things like that. But, uh, this video, I would say is more so support and like love and yeah, people appreciate it. You are uh, you are quite amazing. Is it's been alleged that uh, you were censored uh, on this with uh, with TikTok? Is any of that true? That is absolutely true. I didn't even know about it. Somebody, um, well, actually, a few people wrote me and told me that they couldn't hear the sound on the video. And um, it's, I guess it's still up right now, but the sound is still off. And, they, and I guess, you know, they could try to claim, like, copyright or something for the music. But I have other videos up with that same song, and they never took sound off. So. Wow. Wow. How many views does it have now? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's like, uh, mid-20s, like 20,000. What? Yeah, this is only 20,000. Yeah, I think you're being suppressed. I think you're being suppressed. Right. And I have wow. like 270,000 followers on TikTok. So it's, it's crazy. I don't 
It's weird. That's unbelievable. Uh, well, keep speaking out. It is it is great. Royalty has that's your daughter's name, right? Right, right. That's her name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, royalty has a bright future in in front of her, and you are a spectacular dad. Did you have a great dad, or how did you? Yeah, yeah. My, how did you my, become my this guy? My dad's amazing. My mom's amazing. Um, I come from great grandparents. My my great grandfather was actually um, exiled from uh, Barbados for preaching. My my grandfather was a preacher, you know. So I come from people that that speak out against, mm. you know, wrong. Mm. Good for you, Corey. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless. Thank you. I, I appreciate you for having me on. You bet. Uh, could we play the video again? You have to grab this video. I'll, I'll tweet it out, but you, you have to grab this video and send it to everybody you know. This is just one of the sweetest videos you'll see. Daddy teaches you can be anything in this world that you want to be, right? Don't Daddy teach you that? Yeah, and it doesn't matter if, if you're black or white or any color. doesn't matter if you're black, white, brown, yellow. yellow. Right? Black. And and how we treat people is based on who yeah. they are and not and what color nice. they are. And if they're nice and smart. See? This is how this is how children think right here. Critical race theory wants to end that. Not with my children. It's not gonna happen. My baby's gonna know that no matter what she wants to be in life, all she has to do is work hard and she can become that. Work hard even though you don't know anyone, you can make friends. <laughs> Yeah, you can make friends, no matter what color they are. So we need to stop CRT, period, point blank. Children do not see skin color, man. They love everybody. If they're good people, they love them. We pray for people that are hurt. We, uh, Stu, will you do me a favor? Um, will you uh, have one of the producers reach out to Corey? I was just thinking as I'm watching it. That their, their excuse is, is that he is using music that he says he's used before, but they've never uh, censored. Let's take that out. Uh, call Sam or our composer or Nick and uh, score an original piece just that long to, you know, sounds like that, but it's an original piece of music. Uh, and let's send it to Corey so he can take off the other music and use music that we've scored for it can you do that uh yeah yeah let me uh let me get on that because if that is if that's the excuse fine then we'll just score some new music for it. we have we have some amazing producers uh in our stable and a uh a composer that has won all kinds of awards and has scored anything from games to movies to tv shows uh and uh, we work closely with him and I know he would love to score that. So just get on that and, and let's reintroduce it uh, to TikTok and Facebook and everything else uh, and see what their excuse is this time. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is Hustler Turf. There is no law that says you have to use the best lawn mowing machine known to man wherever you go to take care of your yard. Nobody's going to come and arrest you if you don't. You don't sit down on a fast, maneuverable, insanely powerful, zero-turn beast of a machine like Hustler Turf. You know, if, if, you know, if that's what you want, I guess you could, 
you know, you could have one of those mowers that my grandfather had that just had the blades as you had to you pushed it and the blades would spin around. You could do that. Nobody's going to laugh or call you names if you want to, you know, say spend twice the amount of time mowing your yard on a regular mower that would uh, that would take you half the time and you'd have the job done and you'd be sitting out, you know, possibly pointing at the neighbor going, what are you thinking, man? Or you could uh, just get the latest and greatest from Hustler Turf, their new 2021 Raptor series. It's built for homeowners with less than three acres. Visit one of over the thousand nationwide Hustler dealers and take a hassle-free test drive today. They'll help you select the right lawnmower for your application. They'll be there after the sale when you need parts or routine service. It's Hustler Turf. It is a great, great lawnmower. Hustler. Find a Hustler dealer near you at HustlerTurf.com. That's HustlerTurf.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, if you uh, missed the uh, monologues on uh, our cyber attacks and what I believe is coming, the setup of what is coming, uh, don't miss it. Uh, and you can find that on the podcast. Also, we did uh, quite a bit on uh, Fauci in hour number two, also found on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you get the podcast every day, no matter where you get your podcasts. Uh, you can just download it and listen at uh, any time. Now, one thing we haven't had a chance to talk about and really celebrate is the fact that John Hinckley, the guy who was uh, who, who tried to kill uh, Ronald Reagan has just been granted access to YouTube so he can share with us uh, his many, many talents. Uh, and ooh, when you think of a singer songwriter, John Hinckley doesn't always, you know, jump to the front of your mind, but listen to his latest number. Here it is. Hello, everybody. This is an original song I wrote not, not long ago. Stu, I don't know about you, but I I don't usually think of a, an assassin as, uh, you know, somebody I go to for my Majesty of Love songs. But uh, I would disagree. I mean, it seems like Charlie Manson yeah. uh, did a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I haven't heard Everything's Gonna Be Alright by John Hinckley. Here is a, here's that super, super classic from the guy who tried to kill Ronald Reagan. Everything's going to be all right. Another original song of mine. There ain't nothing wrong with the rain. Yes, good point. It is good <laughs> to wash away the pain. Mm, that's that. Well, yeah. Let uh, the angels lead you to the light. There, pick the device. Okay. Everything is going to be all right. I didn't see that rhyme coming from a million wow, miles away. Is, yeah, that is. Wow, okay, I think that's enough. I My head might hurt uh, if I listen to more of that, but uh, wow, that's John Hinckley. 
You know, you um, know, not a lot of assassins are musicians, but not all assassins should be musicians. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Exactly right. And I think it's good that, uh, you know, you almost kill the president of the United States and uh, and you get to go on to YouTube. Now, if you say something controversial like, uh, you know, the the virus might have been made in a laboratory of Wuhan. They, of course, shut you right down. Sure. Shut you right down. Sure. But, you know, if you're thinking, you know, hey, the rain is is OK, you know, and it washes away stuff and you write that into music and you're an assassin. Go for it. Go for it. Absolutely. YouTube says, hey, we're mm-hmm. a platform. Yeah, <laughs> we're the platform for you. Amazing. The world is upside down, but we'll try to make sense of it uh, again tomorrow. Don't miss the Glenn Beck program wherever you hear it on uh, terrestrial radio, satellite radio, The Blaze, uh, and also wherever you find your podcasts. This is the Glenn Beck program.